Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hello, friends. Happy Fat Tuesday to you. I'm not calling you fat. The Husky guy can never call anyone fat. Uh, welcome to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. With you for only two hours tonight as we make way for Georgia basketball here on your home of the dogs. But, Deborah Green, I'm told we will carry the State of the Union speech here live on WS on 95.5 and the Bulldogs post game show will be on AM 750. Uh, we'll talk about the state of the union with the very latest on Ukraine because we're on for only two hours. We've shuffled the deck a little bit. Little Sanjay is going to join us in one hour with would you rather going to start off some local politics and no one knows local politics better than our main man, Greg Bluestein from the AJC. Greg, how are you, sir? I'm great, Mark. I don't think you're husky. <laughs> you're, you're the only one. You haven't seen me in person since before the pandemic. I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm more husky than Longoria now. Longoria lost a well, lot. Well, you of look weight. great to me. Thank you, buddy. Um, I get the the daily jolt. By the way, if you don't subscribe to uh, Greg and the AJC, you're doing a disservice. Great local political stuff. And uh, today, I was a little taken aback that Herschel Walker has decided to. Uh, uh, give some distance to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. What do we know right now? What happened? Yeah, he was supposed to speak at an event on Saturday called the Second Amendment and Freedom Rally up in Rome in, in, in northwest Georgia in Marjorie Taylor Greene's district. But he pulled out. He wouldn't comment why, but I know behind the scenes, because I had been bugging him for a while about this event, I know there is some internal friction over whether or not he would he would appear at this event with Marjorie Taylor Greene um, after what she did this past weekend, which was... She appeared at a white nationalist event, uh, the American First Policy Conference, um, and uh, it, it, right before she was introduced uh, by the organizer, uh, the organizer, Nick Fuentes, uh, called on the crowd to cheer Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, and some members of the crowd even chanted Vladimir Putin's name. So that was a bridge too far for a lot of Republicans. You've heard from Mitch McConnell and other Senate and House leaders um, criticize Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mitt Romney said that uh, he was in a room full of morons uh, talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene and another Republican that showed up at that event. And now you've got Herschel Walker pulling out of, of her rally this weekend. And and uh, I, I believe didn't Kevin McCarthy even come out, came out and, and spoke against her appearance at that rally? You're exactly right. Uh, Kevin McCarthy said that she should have ditched the event as soon as she was introduced uh, by an organizer urging the crowd to give a round of applause for Russia. And uh, he and others said that there's no place in the Republican Party for white supremacists or anti-Semitism. Yeah, uh, so Herschel Walker, not I mean, hasn't gone on the record as why he is uh, not going to appear with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene but that, uh, at the event, but we can kind of uh, read between the lines. But there's still going to be some big-name politicos at this event. Who Who is still scheduled to appear? Yeah, I still have to go because David Perdue... <laughs> Uh, who's challenging Governor Kemp, the former senator, he's still appearing. Uh, and he, they sent me a lengthy statement about why, uh, saying that, that basically he won't be canceled by the media um, and that this is a rally that was aimed at uh, promoting gun rights. 
and that he's not going to let uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's latest controversy deter him from appearing at a rally promoting gun rights. Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution joining us on the Mark Aram Show, talking all things local politics. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, the the comings and goings between the Purdue and Kemp camps. Things uh, are, are reaching a boiling point between those two. Yeah, you know, the Governor Kemp's camp always promised it would be scorched earth if David Purdue got in, and it's clearly, that's what's happening. Um, there is some brutal back and forth. I'm actually out in the city of Rutledge right now in East Georgia awaiting a David Purdue event because he is he is opposing the Rivian $5 billion electric vehicle man, uh, manufacturing site that will be built out here. It's maybe this, the Governor Kemp's crowning economic achievement, but maybe the state's crowning economic achievement because this would be the biggest economic development project in Georgia history. But David Perdue, you know, has some issues with it. He says that Georgia is offering too many incentives and, and negotiated behind the scenes without the public's input. So he's using, he's channeling voter frustration to try to get some votes out here in East Georgia. And what's the, the camp response to that? If, if any, uh, have we heard from them on, cause this is a massive project. I'm surprised that uh, this is what uh, former Senator Perdue is, is attacking the, the governor on. Yeah, we don't see lawmakers and politicians from either party really attack these projects. That's why this is so unique. I mean, put it this way, when Governor Kemp announced this in December, Stacey Abrams is one of the first politicians to applaud the development, saying that it you know, is great for unions and great for organized labor because Rivian has been friendly towards organized labor over the years. David Perdue at that moment didn't really say much, um, but you know, I mentioned his, his, his concerns. Uh, I spoke with Cody Hall the governor's chief spokesman, who said essentially this is how business works in Georgia, and David Perdue should know that. He's a former Fortune 500 chief executive. That negotiations like this take months. They often have to be behind the scenes because there's competition. There's other states there's other, there's, that are wooing the same projects, and you don't want to tip your hand. You don't want to give away what you're offering. So it's very complicated, but basically we, we rarely see – projects the size and scope of Rivian come under the microscope like we are. If you are familiar with the dining scene in Rutledge, Georgia, please uh, tweet your dining suggestions to Greg <laughs> at Bluestein on Twitter. As always, appreciate you, buddy, and, uh, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy Fat Tuesday. Yeah, indeed. Right back at you. Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, more on this uh, development in just a second, but before we get to Fat Tuesday, let me pull in our political analyst, uh, Charles Thomas the Third from the Revenue. He's on the phone. Is he on the phone? Yeah, he's on the phone. All right. Uh, well, I'll skip that, and we'll go to Fat Tuesday. He's with, on the phone with the White House. With, with, <laughs> he's checking his. Yeah, he's checking his. His sources yeah, uh, in the West Wing. Uh, yeah. Deborah Green, um, our um, Lenten consultant. Andrew <laughs> does Lent too, right? Yeah. He, he yeah. hasn't even figured out what he's given up yet. Yeah, for I don't Lent. Know what I'm giving up. He's, yet. he's okay. struggling in that. Uh, so today, lay out the timeline for this uh, ignorant Hebrew. Today is Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday, yeah. and that's when Lent begins. Yep. So for you, mm-hmm. I know you 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 you're a hardcore Lenter. I yeah, it's and my favorite season. What what are you giving up for Lent this season? So I give up traditional things like no meat, no alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't have any sweets or any kind of like the things that you treasure. You're yeah, supposed yeah. to kind of give up, and then I try to do something better. So I'm going to volunteer a little bit more. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it's not about just giving stuff up. Right? Yeah. You're supposed to make yourself a better person. So I'm going to volunteer uh, at an animal place a little bit more than I normally would. And um, my the hardest thing I give up, no internet shopping. 
Good for you. It's really hard, though. Good for you. Because that's like how everything is now. Yeah. Like, I'll just order it. And so I but what's the But what's anything. the purpose of giving up the internet shopping? Uh, you're just supposed to give up things that you maybe do too much of. You know, like, can you live without stuff? But maybe that's, that's not a to. sin, though. It's, no, 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 either is eating ice cream. <laughs> it's just supposed to, like, give up luxuries. You I got know? You. Like, can you deal without it? Like, Jesus gave up his life for you. Can you yeah, give up this you... one thing? Yeah. That's all. Um, I, I, Jeez, that'd be tough. To do no the, internet shopping. Yeah. That's the hardest thing I do all year. It has to be like an extreme emergency yeah. for me to- Do you give that up every year? Every or, year, oh. yeah. Well, your husband loves that because- uh, the... He shops more than I do. <laughs> yeah. He shops more. Yeah. More online. Uh, all right, so so Mardi Gras will end tonight at midnight. Yeah. And then, uh, so I've been, I went to Mardi, eight straight Mardi Gras. I've been to Mardi Gras. Back in my youth. Um, and I always said, oh, when I can afford to do it right, I'm going to do it right. And now I'm like, I don't want to go to Mardi <laughs> you know, because, you know, I was I was living the pauper version of Mardi Gras, where was, we had 13 guys in a two-bedroom uh, a hotel room, a two-bed hotel room, and, you know, had no money and just had, we had a great time. But I remember seeing the people that rented out the... Oh, the ones right on Bourbon Street. Right on Bourbon the, Street, yeah. and they would throw the... Beer. I'm like, oh, when I can afford to do that, I can't wait, I'm going to do... I can afford it now, and I don't want. want to do it. I yeah. don't want to do it. It's uh, it's a young man or a woman's game is Mardi Gras. Uh, but I was never because the hotel, the closer you get to Fat Tuesday, the higher prices uh, of the hotels are. Yeah. So I was never at Mardi Gras oh, for Fat Tuesday. The, the year I went, we had to go for Fat Tuesday yeah. because the, there's a like a basilica right there, and I wanted to go to Ash Wednesday Mass uh, at the basilica. So we stayed until Wednesday. So what? So uh, you're scheduled tomorrow then on an Ash mass Wednesday. for me is at six thirty. So okay. I'll get up and go to mass first thing in the morning, and then I'll come here and do the rest of my day. And and everything is is in person now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you'll Every, get the the ashes. The ashes. Last year. When when we were virtual, did yeah. you get the you didn't get the ash? No, they were doing anything online, so they, they just basically tried to do a blessing and everything. But they, the churches wasn't open last year or the year before. All right, and and what's so when I uh, when I fast for Yom Kippur, people always say, "Well, what do we say on Yom Kippur?" the 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 typical greeting is, uh, "Have an easy fast." So do I say to you, have an easy Lent or um, what's the... No one's ever really greeted me, you know, they yeah. just look at your ashes and be like, what's on your forehead? You know, so <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't think there's a You'll greeting. You'll get a lot of, hey, you got something on your yeah. head tomorrow. I, You're going to get that a lot. on your head. I yeah. don't think there's a traditional a greeting. Like, nobody yeah. ever says happy Ash Wednesday <laughs> to yeah, me. It's no. not exactly yeah, a happy because day. Because it's a solemn day, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it is a 24 hour fast on Ash Wednesday and on Good Friday. So tomorrow you're not eating? No. Oh, look. I can have water. All right. I'll eat for you. Okay. Well, you did. To be fair, Deborah did have a shamrock shake today. I got it yes. right in under the wire. I can't believe you, you. You you do shamrock shakes. I love shakes. Ice cream. It's one of my vices. You're such a you're such a mystery. All right. Um, <laughs> we we've got our political analyst from the Revenant free now. We'll we'll talk about some local politics when we come back. We'll talk about Ash Wednesday, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, whatever. Going to have some fun today. Again, only with you till six in the PM. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK, Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Entertaining, local, plugged in. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram with you tonight till 6 in the p.m., 
and we've adjusted the uh, deck chair. So Sanjay's going to join us at uh, 5.07 with Would You Rather. Uh, continuing our coverage of local politics, we had Greg Bluestein on from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. As great as Greg is, he doesn't work for the Revenant. <laughs> Charles Thomas III, our political analyst for the show, does. Uh, were you surprised uh, that Herschel pulled out of the event uh, that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was? No, scheduled? I'm glad he did. Yeah, that. No, I wasn't surprised. I was. I. I wish he would have done it quicker. Yeah. But I, everybody's got to read the tea leaves, and I understand it. But no, I'm. I'm glad he did. He shouldn't be anywhere near her. I. Uh, and again, for those that that missed it, uh, Marjorie Taylor. Uh, attended this um, IPAC. What is it? I I, I it, whatever. It's a joke. Nick Fuentes got kicked out of CPAC. Yeah, he, he dude's a white nationalist. Surprise! He's just awful. He is. Uh, he is flat out awful. Oh, he's, I mean, I don't even want to repeat the stuff that yeah. he's just flat out said. But like the idea that Marjorie Taylor Greene did not know what she was doing when she went there yeah. or who he was or was about is absurd. Yeah, Everybody and the, and the, if if you watch the video. I mean, there were literally chants of Putin, yeah. Putin, Putin before she came on stage. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, he's questioned the Holocaust. He thinks segregation in the uh, Jim Crow era was just fine. Yeah, he's an awful person. So you knew exactly where you were going. What I don't understand is you should fire everybody on your staff. He is, he is, uh, you know, an avowed white, white oh, yeah. nationalist. But his last name is Fuentes. Uh-huh. What, Longoria, do you know this guy? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't have any Fuentes in my, in my I, family. I don't understand. That'd be like, uh, oh, the leader of the Ku Klux Klan, um, Jaime Rabinowitz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, our yeah. latest uh, skinhead member, Leroy Johnson. Yep. Like, I, I, his last maybe name, he's half you know i mean maybe he's half. i don't know that guy's a train wreck though he, he, yeah and and you should have known it just shouldn't have been there in the first place yeah. regardless of of leaving once he introduced or not and how he introduced and how that yeah. all went down you shouldn't have been there in the first place and and it's rare that kevin mccarthy will uh, chastise I one know. of his own you gotta, members you gotta really step that in was that, that guy was the, he's squishy it, well i don't know about squishy he but is. he he um you know he he doesn't like to uh, slap his own members on the no. wrist, at least publicly. Behind the scenes, I don't know what's going on. You probably know better than I do, but I, I can't remember him publicly uh, lambasting one of his one of his members like it that. It takes a lot before he finally will step yeah. in and say something. But you know what? Publicly. At, at this point, it doesn't even matter with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, she's she's going to get reelected. She's it's, something else. She is. I hope not. And uh, again, um, I, I I don't want to admit this now. But it's it was her advertisements on this radio broadcast that probably got her elected. The power of of the Atlanta's news and talk with Mark. Because remember when she was running, uh-huh. no one heard of her. But her spots were on here all the time. I mean, she she got us through the pandemic. Yeah. So um, just, I mean, I don't like to weigh too heavily in politics, but I was really. And I tip my hat to Herschel. Um, I, yeah, I think that's going to win him some of the more moderate voters that are like, "Wow, Herschel's or taking just a stand." Reasonable people, or reasonable people, attached to yeah, white one or the other. So um, I would imagine the Warnock camp's like, "Dang it!" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah like, yes, absolutely. Because that was an ad being just they were just waiting yeah, to put that out. Yeah, for sure. Like they had to scrap their whole their uh-huh. whole plan. All right, when we come back, um, CNN. Uh, interviewed the uh, Ukrainian president today. I'm going to play you a part of that. We'll update the situation in Ukraine. And bad news for uh, me and Low T. It looks like uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Union did not agree uh, to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement, which means that the beginning of the Major League Baseball season will be delayed. Horrible news if you're a ball fan like I am. Uh, 404. 
872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aaron. Mindy Kaling, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 4.39 on a beautiful Tuesday. Welcome back, friends, to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Normally with you till 7 in the p.m. today, we make way at 6, bringing on Georgia Bulldog basketball. That means Sanjay's going to join us uh, an hour earlier. He'll be with us in 30 minutes. Obviously, the big story on everyone's mind is what's going on in Ukraine. You saw that uh, convoy of uh, Russian military vehicles heading to the capital of Kiev. Uh, President Zelensky um, I, I, I truly fear for his life. Uh, he is obviously target number one of Vladimir Putin. Um, he is not evacuating the capital of Kiev. He's staying there. Um, he's become a, a cult hero, not only in his homeland, but around the globe. Um, just uh, the, the, the strength and leadership he, he portrays is amazing. And I was watching the coverage, and I've been flipping through CNN, CNN International, and Fox News uh, pretty much since this whole crisis began, I, I'm I'm I just want to be saturated with the coverage and the the uh, the heroism that we're seeing in Ukraine by the Ukrainian people and their president. CNN magically, I don't know how this happened. They got an interview with uh, President Zelensky. I'm going to play it here for us uh, in case you missed it. Uh, I don't know how they got this interview, but they did. Important breaking news coming in just now. A new interview that you will only see here. CNN has just sat down with Ukraine's president as his country is under siege. CNN's Matthew Chance joins me now with this very important conversation at a critical moment, Matthew. What did the President Zelensky say? Yeah, I mean, really, really critical moment because we are now on the brink of what many people believe will be a huge Russian effort to bombard the capital city of Ukraine here in Kiev and a real concerted attempt uh, to seize control of it. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian uh, president, has emerged as you know the real wartime leader of this country. And it was very difficult to get access to him because, you know, obviously he's in a secret location. He's in the center of Kiev. I'm allowed to say that. But we had to meet... Uh, heavily armed Ukrainian troops uh, at a, a certain location then took us by their vehicle into the basement of a building somewhere in the city centre. We had to walk through these you know, very dark corridors, all of them lined with sandbags, with security forces everywhere until we were like deep in the bowels of this huge building in the centre of, uh, of, of Kiev, where uh, one of the places we're told uh, where Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, um, you know, kind of camps out, hides out as uh, Russian forces forces, you know, bomb the country and, of course, bomb the capital as well. In, in, in terms of the interview, it was conducted mainly uh, in Ukrainian. There were some questions that we that he answered uh, in English. We spoke about a range of issues. Here's one of the sort of issues that we spoke about. We talked about the, uh, the negotiations that started some days back between Russia and Ukraine about how to possibly bring an end to this conflict, bring an end to this violence. Take a listen. You sent your delegation to meet the Russians for talks. Did anything substantial come out of that? Is there any hope as the world watches for diplomacy? They decided, they decided uh, to begin to speak about this situation. And I wanted, I, I really wanted, and I asked them, so you have to speak, first of all, you, everybody has to stop, stop fighting, and to go to that point from where 
it, it was beginning, yeah. yes, it began five, six, today six, six days ago. Yes. I think th there are principal things you can do it, and that is very important moment. If you'll do this, and if those side is ready, it means that they are ready for the peace. If they don't ready, it means that you're just, you know, just... Mm, how, wasting, your time. wasting time. And do you think you're wasting your time or do you think they're ready? We'll see. Amazing stuff. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky, president of Ukraine. Two takeaways uh, from and that was just a portion of the interview. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to play more than that. But um, first off, uh, Zelensky doesn't look like he's slept in six days or, or more. Um, and you how can't could you. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that regular citizens are getting much sleep let alone the guy who's being hunted um, and leading the nation. Um, just remarkable what he's doing. And uh, gosh, I, I just hope he survives this uh, because what he's doing is simply amazing. How many world leaders would, uh, would do what he's doing, knowing that the Russians want him dead so they can install their own government, and he's just he's not leaving? Trudeau hit out when truckers were honking their horns and they it, made a big deal about I, it. There's I, I, none. I, my point yeah, is there's, there's none. I, I can't imagine. Very few. Yeah. I'm sure there are a few, but they're very few. Like if, if the roles were reversed and no matter who's the president of the United States, um, whether it's uh, Biden or Trump or Clinton or Bush, I, 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 and they're like, listen, Russia's attacking Washington, D.C. They'd be in Air Force One heading to Whitefish, Montana before... They, there's no way a U.S. president would say, no, I'm not leaving D.C. Yeah, I don't think so. It, I don't think they would have had the choice either. You have so much secret service yeah. like pushing you out the door. They probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah, have been able to stay. I think they'd yeah. probably go ahead it's and insane. remove you. The other takeaway I had from that interview, and maybe you can speak to this better than most, Deborah. Um, anytime there's a, an, uh, an international correspondent with an accent... I, I, I'd give them so much more credibility. Oh, they sound so much smarter than us. It, it, you know? It's just because it's different. We don't hear it. Yeah. You hear the same thing when you, you talk of two Europeans and yeah. listen to American accents. But well, if it's like American accents. I was Ma just going to say. Yeah, certain ones <laughs> sound better. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Matthew Chance reporting live in Ukraine. And, as opposed to, I'm Matthew Chance, yeah. but, you know, with an American accent. My like, friend from Fargo would not sound yeah, smart. It's just, there's something about that. Uh, I, I guess the, the British accent... You could throw an Australian accent in there. Um, I mean, it's just when it comes to international stuff, it, it's just I, I feel and it's it's obviously superficial. I'm sure there's fine reporters, uh, you know, uh, American reporters over there doing a good job. But anything international, I'm like, oh, all right, this guy. I think Europe has the advantage where foreign languages aren't looked at as a negative yeah. where sometimes they are here. So people are OK to learn multiple languages, knowing yeah. I can do this in other places. And here you're kind of looked at like, why do you speak what? a second yeah. language? And how about yeah. Zelensky knowing some English there, too? Very impressive. Very well. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so impressed by that guy and, and what he's doing. But all right, back to the accent. You're married to a Brit. Mm -hmm. What percentage of you falling in love was the accent. <laughs> I mean, that didn't hurt at all, of course. Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, breaking news, Longoria. What did you just say? Audio of the air raid going on off in uh, the capital right in now. In capital in Ukraine. Well, it was going on. This is coming from... Again, this is an air raid in Kiev, Ukraine. Correct. 
Not our nation's capital. No, no, no. God bless them, each and every one. All right, we'll come back. Uh, more on Ukraine. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSB. News and Talk with Mark Aram. He is funny. He calls everybody buddy. We're all friends. On 95.5 WSB. This hour is sponsored by Comcast Business. 4.55 on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. The news out of Ukraine coming up with Chris Chandler in about five minutes. 404-872-0750, the number to reach the show. Mark uh, joins us in Stockbridge, Georgia. Mark, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you today? Excellent. What's on your mind, sir? I, I, I caught your dog walk today, too. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. She's a, she's a cutie. She is. <laughs> For those that don't know, I did. Uh, I was walking Soba this afternoon before I came into the station, our little afternoon walk, and I streamed it live on Instagram. Um, and, and, I, and, and I happened to pick up on that. I was actually sitting in the car waiting for a parking space at Walmart. <laughs> My man. I know. But uh, anyway, listen, I, I, I have actually friends at church that, uh, whose parents are missionaries in Ukraine oh. right now. Oh, yeah, and it, 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 it's pretty bad. I haven't heard a whole lot from them, but, you know, it's pretty bad over there. But, you know, what I was hearing this morning is Putin is feeling, kind of feeling like he's backed into a corner. And I'm going to make I don't want to drop the H-bomb here. But if he continues along this route, the uh, we lost Mark. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of the uh, analysts are saying that that no matter what happens, we have to leave an off ramp for Vladimir Putin um, because you know if you've got a uh, and and I believe at the last check, Russia has more nuclear weapons than we do. Um, when you've got a guy with that arsenal, you you can't paint him into a corner. You've got to get leave him an out. Uh, and whether that's President Biden or NATO or the U.N., whatever. Um, but the worry is, and we mentioned this the other day, Chuck, that he was going to use uh, tactical nukes. Um, uh, there's another phrase for them. Um, battlefield nukes. not yeah, not like the, Not like Hiroshima, but um, and, and, and to signal in a new nuclear age where, it, God forbid, that happens. Um, I don't know. And, and people are worried about... Uh, Putin's state of mind right now. Like he's been acting weird. I don't know if you saw any of the the press conferences he did, but he's at a fifty foot table and he's by himself on one end, and all his advisors are fifty feet away, like crammed at the other end of the table, and and he's not acting the way he has in the twenty plus years he's been president of of Russia, president in in big quotations there. <laughs> Obviously, uh, still a developing situation. Longoria's going to let us know if there's any more air raid sirens that we can pipe in here. Uh, Chris Chan will have the very latest in under two minutes. And no matter what happens through the State of the Union, through the overnight hours, if anything big pops in Ukraine, we will break into regular programming and bring it to you live. All right, still to come, i got to talk about the Major League Baseball lockout. I'll talk about the State of the Union, my, my thoughts on that. And uh, coming up after news, uh, Would You Rather with Little Sanjay on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. You heard uh, Mark there watching my Instagram live, my cute puppy, Solba. Uh, so go ahead and give me a follow. A M A R K A R U M.
Dagnabbit, Chandler. Dagnabbit. Welcome back. What I don't even know how I do this hour. It's Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm here, you're there, all that good stuff. Uh, the whole family here, uh, Lenten version of Deborah Green about to begin. She's the producer of the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck Low screens tea. your calls with you just for another hour because uh, Major League Baseball is locked out, but college basketball still goes on, and the Bulldogs are playing here on your home of the dogs. Uh, pre-game coverage starts right at 6. But... Uh, because of the early Bulldogs game, we're going to do what a little earlier there, Longo? It's time. Now time for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday in the Mark Aram Show. It's Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. How are you, Sanjay? I am doing well. You might as well just change my name to the tax man. The tax man, middle of tax season. Sanjay taking uh, time out of his busy schedule to entertain Atlanta. This is how it works, folks. Uh, Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here in studio, and I'd love for you to play along in your car. Do we have a theme tonight, Sanjay? You know what? I I would say we do, but I I want you to figure it out. It's going to be pretty clear pretty quickly. (laughs) Okay, very good. I like it. Making us work hard on a Tuesday. Uh, What is the first question tonight, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather have your entire body waxed one time or have your eyebrows removed with a laser forever? Jeez, I would look. I mean, I I don't look good now, but can you imagine me, Deborah, with no eyebrows? Oof. That'd be scary. I'm sure Maya could draw the, someone's on you. Yeah, you could the them asymmetry on. would be yeah. startling. It's, It'd be Uncle Leo. Uh, but uh, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to be Uncle Leo. Um, and and waxing a whole body. You you've seen my body. Um. Have not. I don't have to wax it. I'm talking to Sanjay. Uh, that's a lot of waxing that needs to be done. There's a lot it's of a acreage. A lot of acreage. Um, but that's a one-time deal. Um, I, I'll deal with the pain for one day as opposed to never having eyebrows again. So wax my whole body, Sanjay. Deborah Green. Full body wax. It's not that bad. Really? Yeah. I'm talking, listen, whole body includes like your head. Yeah, but it grows true. back, right? It, well, I know. It's I can wear hats. Why would you say that in front of Chuck? Like, what? it grows Aww. back. I'm just, I, I, can wear, I can wear accessories. No, it does. Enough for Chuck. All right. So yeah. you're, going, you're with me. It's, we're it's gonna, not that bad, We're, really. we're going to do a group yeah. wax. Yep. Low T, Chuck. Oh, I'm going with the wax, 1,000%. Wax the beard, yep. everything. 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 The I'll nether be regions. like a seal. I'll be fine. All right. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo. Yeah, I would look weird with no eyebrows, so I'm going to just wax everything else. God, that you have got a lot of hair, too. You, I mean. I mean, you've got that that anchor head That'd of hair. Take two, three days to get. Through. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I pity the maybe a shortage. The lady of, that's doing that. Or short, they'd have to do it in shifts. Yeah. West Moss just texted <laughs> yeah. me. He Third said shift coming in. West Moss said short wax futures if Longoria has to get his whole body waxed. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, little Sanjay continues with "Would you rather?" What's the next question, Sanj? All right, number two. Would you rather have uncontrollable ear hair or uncontrollable nose hair. Wow. What if you already have both? Yeah, I'm on the verge of having both. They're not uncontrollable. Constant vigilance. But the older I get, the more (laughs) the hair is popping up in the nostrils and on the ears. And I, it's way easier for me anyway. And this is something that, you know, we're not taught in school how to trim your nose and ear hair. Um, But it's easier for me to trim my nose hair than my ear hair. The ear, it's weird. I don't have the tools required. I don't even know if there is a tool that you can do. 
So I'm going to go with uncontrollable nose hair because that is way easier to maintain than ear hair. <laughs> Deborah Green. I believe, I believe that ear hair isn't really ear hair. It's just trying to help you hear better. It's like there. It's part of an extension of your ears. It's not really? technically hair. It's like a different type of hair. It's supposed to collect sound. Whatever it is, it's so gross. It's not technically like traditional hair. <laughs> it's not traditional hair. Thank it's you, It's not. Deborah. There's like a there's a different yes. way to anyway. So you um, shouldn't pull it then. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to pull uh, it. It causes damage or whatever. But really, yeah, I think. It'd be easier to do. Is that with... why I'm going deaf? Because Maybe I keep... you're pulling your ear pulling hairs. My... No, it's probably because whoever's on before us has its uh, yeah, setting at ten. But um, I, I think it'd be easier to deal with nose hair. Deal with nose hair, Chuck. Oh, I'm going with the ear hair. Really? Yeah, that's way easier. I, way easier to get around there and do a little trim around the old ear uh, than it is picking my brain out trying to get. Do you have the those... scissors? Do you have the the proper nose scissors? Uh, yeah, and I still okay. don't like them. I, I with can't, the rounded, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's it's the, the ears are just easier and quicker. I have to like get the mirror and look up my nose. It's just a whole. thing. Meanwhile, there's a 22 year old kid listening right now, going, "What are they talking about?" Yeah, I had no what? idea. Yeah, that's what? Not no idea. Young Jared, what? Yeah, young yeah. Jared. Young Jared's like <laughs> nose hair, ear hair. What are they crazy? Yeah, yeah I'm going ear you, hair. You just wait, kid. Uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'm gonna deal with ear hair. Yeah. Nose hair is a pain in the butt. Really, yeah. it's so much yeah, easier. Especially to if you have a mustache, not... it just gets yeah. all kind of tangled right. in there. Fair enough. It's not good. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, apparently, the grooming edition of yes. uh, Would You yes. Rather. <laughs> there you go. Next question, maintenance. Sanjay. That's a nice word for it. Number three. <laughs> would you rather have the hairiest arms in the world or the hairiest back in the world? Oh, arms. For sure, it. I don't know, um, Deborah. I don't. You probably wouldn't have this problem. But if you ever try to uh, eliminate back hair, it's a it's a pain in the neck. Uh, hairiest arms. I can shave them. I can I can do whatever. I can let them grow. I don't know. But the hairiest back in the world, that's tough to deal with. Uh, so I'll take the hairiest. Uh, arms in the world, Deborah. I can't wait for your answer. <laughs> I just I can't imagine having a hairy back. Like it's easier to hide, right? Because you can wear shirts all the time. Yeah. But that has to just be uncomfortable. It is. It's not fun. I just imagine a gorilla. Yeah. It's I'll deal with also, the arms. reveal is is gross. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you have to reveal, you got to warn. You got to warn the participants. Yeah, arms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Har- hairiest arms. Low T Chuck. Oh, arms for sure. Arms for yeah. Longoria. Yeah, I'm gonna go arms. Do you do you have hair in your back? No, not really. All right. I don't have, I, I, I'm sure I do. I don't have a hairy back. Okay. It's not like full blown. Yeah. You know, like you're, not, you're not a silverback gorilla. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> All right. What about you, Sanj? Uh, just a little bit, just you know, but bit. I keep it maintained. All my right. Wife, there you go. My wife takes care of me. Shout out to my buddy who owns a company called Man Groomer. Will they come take care of that for you? No, they send you a. It's a. <laughs> oh, that's somebody that's said, said something in your house. It's a device. It's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, all right. This is a service. Yeah, <laughs> I'd hate to be that person. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah not, you know. that's not a good job. <laughs> Next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather have the world's longest fingernails or the world's longest toenails? Wow. Dude. Gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I mean, I've seen those ladies with the I longest know. fingernails. I I'm don't trying know to think. It's a tough life. one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip. Deborah, you answer first. I got to think about this. I one. I mean, I like long nails. I know yeah. the longest ones would be kind of gross, but it's still way better than long toenails. Like, how do you wear shoes? Yeah, you can't. Fingernails. You can't. You got to wear like uh, I'm not garbage flip-flops. bags on I your feet. I don't wear flip flops, so uh, hands. low T Chuck. Yeah, I don't see how you could get around with the long toenails. Yeah. So, and I've seen people because they'll grow them out for thirty years. Like, right, I'll deal with the nails, but look. But you can't if you have the longest fingernails in the world though you really can't do anything in life. I think you learn it, how to adjust with, as think, they get longer. Like you learn how to type differently. 
Yeah, I've seen them. I, there, there's a lady at, at, at checkout. I forgot where it was at now. And, and I swear to God, they're three feet long. And yeah. she's, she does everything like with her knuckles. And kinda, like, it's weird. Uh, imagine trying to get amorous with hot neighbor. No. When you've got, you, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> I'd just be on the bottom. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> <sighs> Longo. I can't follow you that. Um, yeah, you I'm going to have long that. fingernails. I'm going to go long toenails. Really? really? Yeah. I'm going to. Because I can't do anything. I can't sort baseball cards. I can't. I can't imagine how are you gonna drive. Yeah, no, with my with my palms. No, with your toe. I mean, like, take if you have the longest fingernail, oh. toenails. How are you gonna drive? I don't know. I don't. I'll figure it out when I have to, Chuck. Sanja, can you hang out and finish up? Would you rather after the break? Sure. All right, sure. my man. Uh, round two of Would You Rather coming up next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. Lattice News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Finishing up, would you rather little Sanjay on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. News coming up in about four minutes. What's the next question, Sanj? All right. Would you rather have really curly hair or really straight hair. Straight hair. Straight, straight, straight. I have curly hair and it stinks. Deborah Green. All day, I hate having curly hair. Yeah, straight hair is so much easier. Low T Chuck. Well, when I, when I did have hair, it was straight. So yeah. I'll you, go back to that. You'll go back to straight, yeah. Longoria? Yeah, I'd rather have straight. Yeah, curly hair stinks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, if you have it, you're beautiful, folks. If you're no, listening. it's a mess. But no. if, if you have it, it's, it's <laughs> I feel sorry for my girls. Oh, they got it. Like, oh, they're going to have to mess with that forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hair straighteners. You can buy a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, next question, Sanj. All right, would you rather keep your current hair color or have the ability to pick a different hair color? So, like, I have brown hair. I could choose to be blonde or a ginger. Yeah, or... you got to keep it for at least six months. Just throwing that out there. I would I would not look good as a blonde or a redhead. I'm going to keep what little hair I have left. I'll change it to whatever color. I, I did that in college. Yeah. Blue, pink, purple, whatever. I, I yeah. dyed my hair in college yeah. a couple times. Low T Chuck. I would look weird with any other color hair. You think? You'd look yeah. good with frosted tips, man. No, I would not. <laughs> you would. Stop oh, that. we should get that. Yeah, done. for it's sure. Not happening. I see a, a Photoshop. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, see, I, I feel it coming. <laughs> Longoria. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep my same hair color. Keep your hair. Yeah, color? I think I would look weird and blonde or something like that. I would. I would like to see as a fiery redhead. Yeah. God, I could see that. That'd be crazy. Big ginger beard, like the 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 redhead uh, <laughs> on Game of Thrones yes. from the other oh, side. Oh, that of the wall. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last question, Sanj. All right, would you rather have to get your hair cut every three days, like spend the money, sit in the chair, yeah. or only once a year? Oof. I would look like a mess if I got, I mean, my, every three days? You're on the radio, man. Yeah, Yuri. Uh, oh, we've got video in here now. Yuri at Vintage Barbershop, you're going to have right. to hook me up with a deal because I'm getting my hair cut every three days. I can't do just once a year. Deborah, I cut my hair once a year. It's fine. Anyway, you're good with that. Low T Chuck. I'll take every three days. It takes two seconds to cut my hair. <laughs> Longoria. <laughs> I hate going. Uh, I, I already I already <laughs> make it go three three or four months as it is, so yeah. I'll just wait the year. Your whole year. Yeah. All right. I'd well. hate to see that. Yeah. Um, Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Arab Show. You better get your act together, folks. Get your taxes done with the best. That's little Sanjay. You can find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or online at brass.tax. Amazing job with the grooming edition of Would You Rather, Sanjay. My man. There you go. We'll be right back. Chris Chandler's got the very latest on Major League Baseball's lockout, a delayed start to the season, developments in Ukraine, 
Uh, when we come back, I'll talk about the uh, State of the Union speech and uh, shops we used to enjoy but are now defunct, defunctified. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. Well, we've got an early winner for a star of the show. It's uh, Deborah Green. It should be me. <laughs> uh, Deborah, you heard Sanjay. We'll you heard Sanjay mention uh, he thought low T would look good in uh, frosted tips. Unnerving. Well, Deborah has uh, shown us what it would look like. Yeah. Oh, already? That's yeah, terrifying. already. Uh, it. It's on my Instagram page uh, at it's on Mark Twitter Aram as well. and on Twitter. No one needs I'm to retweeting go look at that. It. It's yeah, it's fantastic. I'm retweeting that. Um, so I already started the show, Deborah. Good job, my friend. Uh, uh, before we continue, Chris Chandler just fresh off the newscast there, five thirty. For for uh, folks that are just joining us, lay out the broadcast schedule because we're with you till six. And then Bulldog basketball. We got the State of the Union coming so up. You can tell me that's right. So nine o'clock's the State of the Union. I think the basketball game will be right about over by then. Yes. yes. Okay. So then the speech is on 750 and 95.5 and streamed. And then uh, the... Never mind. No, you're right. That's already <laughs> wrong, isn't it? The speech will be on 95.5, Bulldog postgame. Why are you asking? All right, yes, that's right. Then the we'll postgame will be on AM, AM. 750. That's right. right. So then we'll have the speech. Then we'll have the Republican response. Yes. And then Eric Erickson takes calls for an hour or so. Beautiful. On what time it is. So we've got complete coverage on State that's of the it. Union. What I've noticed uh, as far as State of the Unions, people hate watch and listen to them. Right? If, if you're... Uh, Parties in power. If you're a Republican and the Republicans given the State of the Union, you really don't care. You're like, ah, oh, whatever, it's That's fine. True. But Democrats, if if the Republicans given the State of the Union, Democrats will hate watch to to nitpick whatever. So my prediction is that the State of the Union today by President Biden will be watched by a majority Republicans. It could be. And 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 Democrats are going to be like, whatever, I don't care, because that's what it was when when President Trump was given the State of the Unions. Republicans were like, I, I don't. It's fine. I know what's going on with the State of the Union. But Democrats would watch it and and just tear just, it apart, just to seethe. Yeah, hate yeah. watch. Yeah. Um, there you go. All right, Chris Chandler. Good job, by the Happy way. Happy to help. What do you think about that? Uh, my theory there, Chuck, that people just hate watch the State of the Union. No, if if your party's in power, you don't care. Yeah. No. You're 100. So, percent Yeah. So, but I honestly don't watch any of them as much as same. I have to. <laughs> same. I don't. Yeah. Either. Like I, I, eh, I get nothing out of it. Yeah. I don't either. Um, I'd rather. Watch I, I know what the State of the Union is. Yeah. I'm I live in the in business. It. I'm good. I don't need him to tell me. Yeah. And it used to be. It, it seemed like it was a bigger deal when we were kids. The State of the Union than it is now. Am yeah, I wrong I knew, on that? It was. It was less like. Hey, this is what I want to do, or this is what I should do. I, I feel like they were less swipey at each other. Yeah, it was. It was more of a state of the union. They were more optimistic speeches. Now they become very partisan. Yeah, you know, like I think one pre- half the chamber is standing up clapping, yeah. while the other one sits on their hands. Moping. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I think pre-cable news networks when it when we didn't have the constant news cycle, mm-hmm. then they were a bigger deal. Because I remember as a kid, my my you know whether it was Jimmy Carter or uh, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. We, you know, as a family, I could yeah. I could stay up late yep. to watch the State of the Union because it was a big deal. And they were shorter speeches back then, too. Now they drone on for like an hour, hour and a half. I don't know. Six-year-old uh, little Aram was, was, thought Jimmy Carter's was pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah Commercial know. breaks were long when you were little, too. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, so anyway, if, you, if you're a fan or you're not a fan, if you want to hate listen to the uh, State of the Union, it'll be here live on 95.5. 
WSB. And if there's an overlap, the Bulldogs post-game show, which I know Longoria loves, will be on AM 750. And and you can listen to the WSB radio app or whatever. Tell your smart speaker to play 95.5 WSB. Joining us early on the show, our buddy Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, how's the roommate hunt going? I saw a picture of a prospective roommate that you uh, emailed me earlier today. Is it locked and loaded, buddy? No, she, um, I, you know, she's 100 miles away, first of all. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And, yeah. And then when I called her phone, it said disconnected. So, you know what? I disconnected her ride. Yeah. So I didn't go. Yeah. I, and, I, you know. No, I mean, not to pass judgment just on a, a picture from Facebook, but she didn't look like the kind of roommate you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of curious about that, too. But I, this is funny. I just went to the mailbox while I was on hold. Okay. And four or five letters are to girls that used to live here. I don't even know where they are. Yeah, I don't think you can open them, though, Russ. Don't open them. That's that's illegal. Really? Even though it says to my address, I mean, how do I even give them these letters? You just you just hit return to sender, and you you put it in the slot, and the the postman will or postwoman will will take it back to where where it came. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless they um, left a forwarding address. Do, do you know where Karen lives? No, I have no clue. No clue. Yeah, don't don't open them, Russ. Well, I, I get them all the time like this. Yeah, just uh, anyway. just write return to sender on them, and 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 it'll ship back to. I mean, I mean the women that live with you, they're kind of transient. Like, who's mailing them stuff? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it like bills, or is it personal letters, or what bills? Don't yeah, they skip out from before the, the bills sheriff's come? department? Oh, like a, a sheriff's I'm department. I'm curious about that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah, do return to sender. Play it safe. I know you're tempted to see. Uh, what kind of uh, love letters your exes are getting? But go ahead and, and hit return to sender. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Russ, you gonna uh, watch or listen to the State of Union speech tonight? Uh, probably not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really, I don't really like that guy. I don't even want to look at him. Yeah. All right. There you go. Well, the, the, but that kills my theory then, because I figured people that watch the speech uh, r- dislike the person giving it when it comes to the State of the Union. But you don't care either way. No, I don't even like to look at that man. All right. Russ doesn't even like to look at the man. Well, if you don't like to look at the man, you can listen here because we will carry the speech live on 95.5 WSB. Russ, uh, have a great uh, evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for calling early, buddy. Thanks a lot, Mark. All right, there you go. Russ, still looking for a roommate, Chuck. Does Phil does Phil need a, a place to live? Yeah. No? Chuck needs a second place. He'd rather live in a dumpster. <laughs> Chuck's got a second home in Gainesville. Uh, when we come back, uh, stores that we used to all love that are no longer with us. Uh, that's next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Air. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Arum. He's like just a really nice, friendly, warm guy. Entertaining. I love his real life story. Local. His music tastes are pretty spectacular. Plugged in. He's got it really rocking and rolling. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Longoria's Fact of the Day. All right. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> we're going to keep with animals, animal theme. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, did you know mosquitoes are mosquitoes. the deadliest insects on the planet? Really? Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, because yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah. Malaria. Malaria. Et you got a death total for me, Lonnie? I do not have a death total. All right. 
The, was fa- the fact of the day did not give me a death toll. Mosqu- mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, Longoria's fact of the day. Uh, I, I've, ran, I've run short of time, so I might not get to the full list of stores that are no longer open, but uh, Quentin joins us in Marietta. Quentin, you got a couple? Yeah, Treasure Island, Gibson's, and Zayers. Zayers I've heard of. I never heard of Treasure Island or Gibson's. Oh, what, yeah. What did they sell at Tre- Gibson's? Well, Gibson's and Treasure Island were kind of like the same thing. They were the, uh, you remember Richway? Nope. They were a forerunner of Richway, but it was kind of a general everything. They had groceries. They had uh, consumer goods. They had huh. all kinds of trash and trinkets. All right. So- sounds uh, like Caldor when I was growing up, which is no longer a thing. Chuck, uh, grew up in Whitefish, Montana. You've probably never heard of any of these uh, stores that no longer are with us. Uh, Blockbuster, of course. Borders Books. Circuit City, Toys R Us, KB Toys. I used to love KB Toys. KB Toys, oh, KB Toys was the best. Uh, the Limited, Linens and Things. Man, my Nana, she Linens loved that. That was her Shangri-La. You want to go to Linens and Things with me, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I'd go. Uh, Radio Shack, Tower Records, Woolworths, Hickory Farms no longer with us. Uh, Sleepies, Sam Goody, Walden Books, B. Dalton, a lot of bookstores. Uh, and where Longoria got, I was closed in high school, Chess King. Star of the oh, show, I remember Jessica. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Caldor was my favorite. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I called it Deborah Green with the fast, super fast Photoshop skills. Someone on Facebook says low T with frosted tips looks like uh, guy, uh, a less hip, skinnier Guy Fieri. That's nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, nailed it. Good job. We will continue the conversation, or I will anyway, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Coming up next, Bulldog Basketball, then State of the Union, then Eric Erickson. Have a great Tuesday, Atlanta, and uh, a good Fat Tuesday, and have a peaceful Lent. There you go. Guests of the Mark Aaron Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.